Figging is a form of sensation. It's once a form of animal cruelty. In a sense, it's been adopted as a human kink. The wonders of sex never cease. Oh my god. That's the first paragraph of this article. I shall return to it. Just, you know, yeah. what, what is going on in your life <laughs> that you have to go to that point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm a kinky person. I've got my kinks. I've been, I go to parties. I get like, I have yes. weird shit. I've got weird shit. Everybody's Absolutely. got weird shit. Like, what is going on with you that you I need just, to shove ginger places? I was not <laughs> any kind of food fight. I love food on like a sensual level, but yeah, yeah, time mean, and place. Whipped cream is occasionally on place being the operative Sure, right. But I don't like putting raw peeled ginger in my mouth. Oh, I, I don't. I don't want it in <laughs> my dick. No, I don't want it in my dick. say right now that wait a minute <laughs> i think we're just gonna get started hi kids it's candy coated razor blades i'm your host bob and oh fuck furry suits and <laughs> Stephanie. please introduce yourselves hi everyone i'm rc and i like a very minor character in this movie, and that was it. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, and not only do I not know what's happening right now, <laughs> this movie was the greatest gift that Five Nights at Freddy's ever gave us. That is accurate. For real. <laughs> like, For I, 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 real. Love, I love the FNAF series. Yeah. But this, this is an amazing, like, deconstruction of that whole. Right. I can't do Five Nights at Freddy's. I can't. I love it. It's just 100% pure anxiety for me, and I can't do it. I can watch I, uh, it. Yes, being that. Played. I can't oh, I can play watch it. the F out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll I can't, watch it. I can't play it. Mm-hmm. I can watch other people play it. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I, I suck at those types of games. So It's such a simple game. Yeah. It's just, you know, you like a handful of buttons, but just the anxiety level is so high. Yeah. My anxiety yeah. is so high on a daily basis anyway. Why am I going to add that to myself? Yeah, I, I generally don't play survival horror yeah, at man. all because, again, anxiety. Like um, Wolfgang, who has been on the show before, uh, we've since fallen out, unfortunately. But um, he brought over like the Resident Evil mm-hmm. remake for the PS4. And he's like, I want to watch you play this. I'm like, okay. So I'm high as fuck trying to play Resident Evil. And he's like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just, how do I, I, aiming sucks. I am the worst. Aiming does game. suck in those games. Oh, like, that's not you. Do. No. Like, I mean, the only, the only survival horror game I have ever finished was Parasite Eve. Weird choice. Good choice. Yeah. Weird. Well, I mean,. Yeah, it was around that same time yeah. as Resident Evil, and I, I liked the idea of it. 
Um, and it was actually, you know, even considering, you know, the the even stricter limitations Parasite Eve yeah. had in terms of um, your weaponry and your ammunition in the game. Um, it was an easier game. It, it it was easier to to hold on to those resources, mm-hmm. other you know, unlike the Resident Evil games where you do tend to waste a lot of bullets. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I'll watch people. That that's the biggest thing between you guys and me. Like, I'm not a video game person because I'm just not good at them, and then I get all anxious mm. and I get all frustrated. It, like, um, I got the Friday the Thirteenth game because Mike was trying to get me. Sorry. Mike was trying to get me into video games. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and um, the the other players were yelling at me. And <laughs> I, like, yeah, you what, don't want to break into video games in a multiplayer setting. Yeah. Right. You, like, it, he, like, we just got a Wii for my birthday. And, like, Donkey Kong Country is about as far as I'll go. <laughs> and when I told... Mike, that I had been playing and that I wasn't getting all of the puzzle pieces and all of the Kong letters. Right. Yeah. Uh, he looked at me as if I had hurt a child. <laughs> and he said, you're playing it wrong. What? And I said, I- I'm just playing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to get 100% completion. Blah, blah, blah. No. I'm just playing I'm supposed it. to enjoy the game. I'm lucky to get to the end of these <laughs> stages. Just let me get to the end of the stages. Yeah, for real. But, uh, oh God. So, this, uh, I grew up actually watching the Banana Splits. Mm-hmm. So, this this movie is, an, it's kind of a dream come true for me. <laughs> yeah. Because as much as I love the show, which is where I got to watch Winnie the Witch and Adam Ant and... You know, all the Hanna-Barbera stuff. You know, thank you. Thank you so much, um, Sid and Marty Croft, because, you know, it's such an integral part of my childhood. This and H.R. Puffin stuff and Lidsville. Lidsville was fucking traumatizing. It was so acid trippy. I'm not familiar with Lidsville. Oh, it's all hats. It's all big people in hats and people in big hat suits. (laughs) I know, right? Had um oh what is his name? Is it animated or no. is it like banana splits? Like it's like banana, banana splits. splits. Yeah, like HR Puff and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's fuck nutty. You need mm. to check it out. It's weird as shit. Um, but fucking um, Sigmund the Sea Monster. Yeah. Yeah, Sigmund the Sea Monster. Johnny has got our friends. Anyway. Yeah, you know, that was the one I'm like, oh god, I have to sit through this before all the good shit starts. <laughs> but I, you know, later on I realized that I actually appreciated it. But you know, Sid and Marty Croft were fucking amazing, and they took this because I guess Sci-Fi wanted to do a Five Nights at Freddy's movie and could not get the rights to do it because someone else is working on it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh hey, we'll do the same thing with the fucking banana splits. Was where they got the idea? For Five I Nights know. At I, well, Five Nights at Freddy's is more Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But right. Banana Splits is um, the same thing yeah. as the... Costume w- characters. What mascots. are they? Not the Good Time Gang. What's the name of the band in Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, shit. I have no And then clue. Showbiz had their 
Right, she had this pizza head theirs. The, yeah. Freaky ass. And that, bear. that was not Midnight Special. They were what was their name? I can't remember. Uh but they were both bands and they're both animatronic creepies. Right. right. And always super, super creepy. And people uh and covered in child slime. Ugh. The fuck is this green looking motherfucker? It's a hat. That's not a hat. That's that, a man. That that's a person. Oh, that that's like a safari hat. Yeah, guy. I was talking about this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what um, is that? That's the the villain in Lidsville. Um, because he doesn't oh, God. have a hat. I have much. seen this. Yeah. Why have I seen this? He's like, who is the name of that? Uh, the name of the comedian who plays him. Weenie the genie. Oh, yeah. Weenie the Genie. That's the same woman that's Billy. She, she played uh, Witchy Poo in H.R. Puff and stuff, too. Okay. And Mammy Yoakum in the Little Abner movie. All right. Oh, that'll give me nightmares. Why is your face green, but your arms are fine? And neck. Yeah. The, I know. What this, is this? This is where they got the idea for Ganondorf, by the way. Oof. Ganondorf oh looks God. exactly like that shit. Pretty much. But, uh, yeah. Sid and Marty Croft gave us some fucked up shit. And I'm they happy sure did. that they were able to do this even as awful as it is. I thought H.R. Puffin stuff was a bad time. Yeah. H.R. Puffin stuff was... That movie well, not a bad time, me. but... I'm... Like, the, the mushroom... There's a scene in the, the H.R. Puffin stuff movie... Where you've got like the mushrooms closing in on the magic sure. flute. Yeah, yeah. Freaky as fuck. Always scared the hell out of me. Um, but I always liked, you know, watching Mama Cass come in as the head of the witches. And that was amazing. Um But dude, I, this fucking thing. This fucking thing is a joke and it lives for itself. Uh what why did I close the fucking window? I want a new window. I need my IMDB back. Because you're high. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, HR, like the, this, this era, like HR Puff and stuff, banana splits ish era. Yeah. It reminds me, and I feel like maybe we've talked about this movie before, or maybe it was, I was talking to somebody else about it, but the animated Raggedy Ann and Andy yep. movie yep. and the Taffy monster. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We talked about this one. Okay. We did. Yeah. 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 Like, that falls into the same category as this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like a, a weird, like, family-friendly eldritch horror. Yeah. 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 And it's, st- it, it, and with at least with, with Banana Splits and stuff, like, it wasn't oddly sexual. Like, the taffy monster had, like, those big taffy boobs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes me think of the tree in Last Unicorn that's mm-hmm. got the boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That tree was disturbingly, disturbingly endowed. And horny. Yes. Oh, yeah. Last Unicorn is another movie that's not meant for children. It really isn't. No. But I loved it. Oh, Rene Aubergenois, who voiced that fucking skeleton, scared the fuck out of me when he yelled, Unicorn! What scared me in that movie... I mean, I guess Mom, Mama Fortuna, like that whole section with the harpy. Yeah. You know, like that, that like, would get me a little unsettled. Right. Yeah. That was, you know, the, the whole, oh, wait, you're real. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also the last of your kind. Yeah. And then, oh, 
what is her name? That scene where she's like, where were you? Oh, um. I know you. Where were you? Yeah, and she got so mad. It was, it wasn't disturbing. It was, it was so Uncomfortable because it was so real. She got real with her. And it's like. But like, at the same time, the unicorn, as much as I love Amalthea, she's just kind of like wasn't there yeah <laughs> sorry about it yeah and it's yeah you're nutty. having an emotional breakdown but uh ain't yeah. my problem yep you are i'm like <laughs> but no i mean it's that was rankin bass yeah and rankin bass has that distinctive style but they tweaked it just a little mm-hmm. for this and the styling of last unicorn was just disturbing to me the entire time <laughs> disturbing i couldn't do it but anyway, I was obsessed with that movie. I know. I do love that movie. It's wonderful. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about Banana Splits. Because, yes, let's do this. Okay. This is new, kids. It just came out on DVD. I don't even... I, I think it came out on DVD the same day that it aired on Sci-Fi. I think so. So it's probably still in high rotation on Sci-Fi. If you have cable, go watch it. Uh, if you don't have cable, come on by. We'll watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is pretty I, funny. Because I, I did buy it on DVD because I'm horrible that way. Uh, it was made in 2019. Yeah, how dare you support films that you enjoy? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and liking this film seems a little a little hypocritical, but when I when I bought the Blu-ray of this, it came with a survey <laughs> that Universal wanted me to take, and I was like, sure, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like, why did you buy this? Movie? <laughs> Who did you buy this movie for? Question number one. Who hurt you? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> would you watch another one? You know, like. <laughs> so it almost sounds like the Trump surveys that he sends out like yeah. five times a year and like a liberal somehow manages to get a hold of it and post it to Facebook. You yeah. can just join so, email list, Bob. It's not can. hard. You really can. Uh, but <laughs> I don't, I don't want them having my email address oh fuck but it was 2019 i don't have a budget on this one yet but give me a minute it was directed by um danishka esterhazy uh she is she's a relatively new director she uh she did level 17 excuse me level 16 channel zero um the singing zero is incredible Mm -hmm. yeah the singing bones uh, fallen yeah, so she has she has a bit of a bit of chops under her, but she's mostly indie. So a lot of people may not have heard of her. Um, it is let's see, I wonder if I can get. Let's see. No, I don't have I don't have uh financials on it. But anyway, it's made for sci fi. So it probably had a budget of less than a million. Mm-hmm. Um it was starring Danny Kind. As Beth, Danny is known for Winona Earp. Um, actress. Uh, the Two Deaths of Henry Baker, Ransom. A uh, lot of TV work. Dotage. A movie called Bear Trap. Uh, let's go back here. Finley, watch Song. I hope I did not butcher his last name too badly. He's the kid... Um, <laughs> He's the, birth- he's the main kid whose birthday it is. He's known for this. He's known for a movie called Dreamcatcher with a K uh, and a movie called The Kindness of Strangers. Um, 
but he that's all he's got in his IMDb there. Um, Romeo Carrere, who played Austin, the older brother, he's known for this, for Pie Wacket, which I haven't watched yet. Uh, Boys and Girls, Don't Talk to Irene. <laughs> um, things I haven't heard of. Steve Lund, who played Mitch. Uh, by the way, this is filmed in t- almost entirely with Canadian actors. By the way, um, he's known for Bitten, the Haven TV series, Hemlock Grove, uh, a show called Street Legal, Private Eyes. Uh, again, he's in at least an episode of Shit's Creek. Um, Maria Nash, who played Zoe. <laughs> I love this little girl. I love her so much. Uh, she was uh, in Polar. She was in a movie called Killjoys, uh, which I believe is part of the Killjoy horror clown series uh, and little lights. Um, Richard White played Stevie. Um, Naledi Majola played Paige the Page. Who was also great. I love yeah. her. She was wonderful. Um, Sarah Canning played Rebecca. Selena Martin played Poppy, uh, one of the older fans. Um, Daniel Fox played Andy, the other producer. Um, Eric Bauza did the voices of them. They did not just take recordings from the previous series. They actually had Eric Bauza, who does a lot of Warner Brothers work. Mm. He's now basically the voice of, um, I think he's the new Donald, uh, Daffy Duck and Porky Pig, uh, Bugs Bunny, um, did voices on Ben 10, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, DuckTales, the new one. Um, but yeah, a lot of times you're just not going to know anybody in here. Let's see. Vash Singh played Doug. Oh, he's the other page. Okay. But yeah, you're Did not going to know line? any of these people. He had a couple of lines. He had like two lines. Yeah. In the whole thing. Um, it's it's not a great movie. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, but it's it's one of those delightfully awful TV movies yeah. that, that we love. But this one's actually like funny. It is pretty funny. Yeah, it, it tries to be funny. It, it knows that it's ridiculous. And I appreciate that. Unlike that goddamn Bigfoot movie. <laughs> it took itself so fucking seriously. Are we ready for plot? Make it happen. Sure. All righty. Huh. Plot. Harley Williams is a huge fan of the Banana Splits, a successful children's te- television series featuring four animatronic characters, Flegel, Bingo, Drooper, and Snorky. Uh, and their co-star, Stevie. Fuck you, Stevie. Oh, this is so re- so fucking recent, by the way. It was re- premiered at San Diego Comic Con in in on July eighteenth of twenty nineteen. Released on Blu Ray DVD on August twenty seventh. It has not yet aired on Sci Fi. Oh, okay. it will premiere on the Sci Fi Channel on September twenty first. Okay. However, this is freely available to people to purchase. So we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it, kids. We're yeah. going I, I also to spoil think this, this movie. isn't going to air until just after that, isn't it? Not just after. Maybe right? just before. Mm, probably maybe just before. By like two days. Potentially, right. So yeah. We're spoiling the hell out of this. If you don't want us to spoil it, stop listening. Go watch the damn thing and come back. And then we can chat like adults. It's fine. 
I love you all. Anyway. <laughs> uh, as a birthday present, his parents, Beth, whose husband passed away years ago, and Mitch take him along with his older half-brother, Austin, and his classmate, Zoe, who did not want to be there at um, all. Also, it wasn't the parents. No. It was Beth. Right. And her douchebag of a husband uh-huh. took the took uh-huh. the, the glory for it. Yes. Yeah. And how, ooh, I already hated okay. him. I hated him 10 seconds mm-hmm. into seeing his fucking face. So, yeah. so... You already skipped over the thing that I wanted to talk about and make fun of. Well, I mean, we can absolutely do this. Um, so oh, let I, me finish the sentence first. Okay. okay. And his classmate Zoe to a live taping of the Banana Splits at Taft Studios, the recording studio of the show. Let's go. All right. Okay. So before any of that happens, there's a lot of backstory in the characters. So you kind of yeah. get to know everybody involved. Yeah. Um, with a lesser exception of Zoe, because I think she's in like a very short scene. She's in a short scene yeah. say, with her mom saying, <laughs> yeah. you're going to this kid's yeah. birthday party. Yeah. He needs a friend. <laughs> But one of the things that you see is Alex, who is 19, and that's important. It is. Extremely. Very uh, important. Especially to what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. So Alex, who's 19, uh, goes into his mom and stepdad's room, mm-hmm. and he steals money out of his stepdad's sock drawer. And right. his stepdad then comes out of the shower, and I was like, oh, they're going to fuck. Like, that's just what I assumed was the next logical progression. Like, oh, he's going to chastise him for, for money. He's going to ask for money. And he's going to be like, well, I have a way you can earn some money. And then they're going to fuck. Like, that's just what happens. And then it didn't. And then I was very confused. And then I remembered what I was watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I Do remembered what I was watching. <laughs> Do you need a toot? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, like wherever I ripped this from must have taken off the men.com watermark in the lower right. Like yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <coughs> I thought it too. Okay, good. Which no, is why I really wanted to be specific yeah. that the kid is 19. Yes. Like sure, it's still weird. I will right. 100% give you that, but not illegal. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. No. Barely legal. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it that. Hey, that's a whole other category. It is, it is a really whole is. different yeah. category. It totally is. But, all right, yeah, no. I mean, kid hates step parent. Common trope. Step parent hates kids. Common yeah. trope. Step parent is also a giant douche. Younger yeah. child really doesn't know what the fuck is going on with douchey parent because douchey parent is trying to like love on the youngest kid because that's his kid, right? You know, and he, he does it in such an asshole way, and we find out why later. Well, I mean, we already know. Yeah, why. it's not I hard. It's, say, it's not hard to dick. figure out. Yeah. I will say he has one of my favorite arcs in this movie. The, the story arc of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hilarious like, watching him get the most satisfying. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it is totally But fun. yeah, like... <laughs> him and actually the stage parent. His was also super satisfying. Yeah. The super fans, other than being a little jerky with Paige a little bit, did not deserve what they got. Nah. We'll talk to it later. I mean, they were dicks, but not... They were to the point huge of, dicks. Yeah, not to yeah. the point of 
deserving murder. Like, yeah, they were, I wasn't they sad were to see YouTube. them go because I know those kinds of people. Right. Yeah, they're YouTube they're, dicks. They're they're the 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 Instagram dicks. Yes. Yeah, I will oh God, say. I'm this for Instagram. I will say, Paige's burn on the guy mm. was savage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. <laughs> so. Upon arrival at the studio, they meet several audience and staff members, such as Paige, the show's hostess, Thad, and Poppy, a couple who intends... Oh, of course his name is Thad. Yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> a couple who intends to live stream the entire episode on Instagram. Parker, a young girl visiting the studio with her father, Jonathan, to be famous on television. Doug, an intern to host uh, and Paige's assistant. And Sal, the studio's security guard. As the show's getting ready... Andy, the new vice president of programming, informs the show's producer, Rebecca, that the Banana Splits is being canceled after this recording. A drunk Stevie, whose true arrogant and abusive nature is shown behind the scenes because we all expect that that dude from Blue's Clues is just a complete cock. He's not, though. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> well, but at the same Steve time, isn't. The other ones, I don't know and don't really care. Like, I don't know why everyone has so much hate for Steve. Steve is dead. Steve is a drug addict. Steve is, uh, like... He was none of those things. (laughs) It's because he's a kid's show host, and people, like, are just gonna shit on anyone being He quit the show, ended up shaving off all of his hair, and then wrote an album called Songs for Dust Mites, and it was cute as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, he wrote, like, it's like a... Songs. I knew he wrote music, but I didn't know it was uh, songs for dust mites. Okay, tell tell me about it. what kind of music is it? I'm trying to remember, like yeah, kind of a middle ground between like easily listening and like soft rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Not what I expected. like borderline pop punk almost. Like it's in like the middle of those three things. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not my favorite. I didn't grow up with Blue's Clues, so this is yeah. out of my bailiwick. I didn't bailiwick grow up with Blue's punk. Clues either, but I was just like, why has everyone got hate, so much hate for this guy? <laughs> because he's the host of a kid's show. Yeah. Because he acts like, title. you know, a Boy Scout, and people are like, you're such a dork, you started a kid's show, blue blue. I'm like, you know, I, I, I really need to see the, the actress that plays Flo, the progressive girl. In movies now, I I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, but she's making yeah. damn she's making good bank. commercial money, bank. and it's consistent. Yeah, I'm like you are making bank, lady. So, um, a drunk blah blah blah. A drunk Stevie, who's true arrogant and abusive nature, is shown behind the scenes. Informs the banana splits about the cancellation while revealing his hatred for them. This is after the taping has finished, so we've skipped a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, oh, if you have stars on your tickets, you get to go backstage. Haley or Harley does not have stars on his tickets, but his older brother, who's actually a really good kid, you know, and stole the twenty bucks for a reason, right? Because he was going to try and bribe, you know. The, the page to get Harley backstage. Maybe just to do it just by being nice. Yeah. Because the other people are not being nice. Yeah. You know, or polite. Or That's something I, I love about the, the older brother because, you know, when you first see him, you feel like he's just going to be standard, like, oh, my little brother kind of a character. But then, like, as the movie progresses, pretty quickly you find out that 
he is very aware that his little brother has no friends and that he's a weird little kid. Yeah. So he's trying to make his birthday as fantastical as possible. Right. Like he remade his wand for his birthday. Yeah. He made that. Yeah. And it was a dope wand. It was. It was on like like one of the extendable umbrella things. Yeah, man. And it was sharp. Sharp as fuck. But he really cares for his little brother. And you even see that when he gets in trouble for curfew. Which we're going to talk about that right fucking now, bitch. All right. So you're going around checking on the other people that are sleeping in the house. The person who's like got the curfew is in bed. Yeah. Is in bed. You weren't paying attention to when they came in. You don't get to say shit, lady. You don't. You don't. You were sleeping. You weren't sitting there going, just wait till he gets home. He's in so much. You weren't doing that. You were asleep on the fucking couch. You don't get to say bupkis about when he came in because he is in your house in his bed. Just because he's not undressed. Whatever. Pick your battles. Yeah, nothing about curfew has anything to do with what you wear to bed. Right. I've fallen asleep in, like, a jacket before. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I'm like, hit the the pillow, I'm done. You know? But you you see it from that point. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, he does some shady shit, but he's also 19 years old, still living with mom. You kind of expect it. And kind of looks a little stonier. Yeah, Yeah. he looks a little slacker. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, stepdad is a jackass from the go. Yeah. From the go. From catching him. You know, are, yeah. you, are you stealing from me? And he's like. No, you just have to not. ask. Right. And then when he asks, he's like, no. Uh, an asshole. And then he's like, we're really having this birthday party for him. We're really doing the banana splits thing for him. And she's like, it is his favorite show. You will shut up and just be a father. Yeah. <sighs> and then he's like, I got you tickets, little, little man. Uh, I tell you, oh. He's that stepdad. If and I... actually, that's his, that's Harley's bio father. Hmm. If my husband did that to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there would be fires set in the vicinity of his body. Oh. Mm-hmm. The shit the, the fire and brimstone that would rain down upon him as okay. soon as those children were out of the there room. There would be thrown knives. Oh, God. Oh, nope. I already hated the guy that he did that. And I'm just like, please don't be in this movie a lot because you're just going to piss me off as soon as I see your dumb face. Right? And he is in the movie where he expressly is to piss the audience. <laughs> I know. That, yeah. I mean, that, that is the, his role. It's like to... him and Stevie. Like, that's that's what they're there for. Right. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So, so now we've got the taping, which, you know, everybody's having fun and, you know, the people with stars on their tickets have been chosen. They know who's going to watch. And, um, in the meantime, Austin goes to find Paige to make the arrangements. It's like, Hey, I brought this 20 bucks. Can you get my, get my little brother whose birthday it is? You know, he, he's got a pretty hard life. He's pretty lonely. Can we do something? And he cares. Yeah. He's genuinely a nice person. After, uh, like, the world's cringiest can I get your phone number. Right. Yeah. Oh. Like, not that that makes him a bad person, because it doesn't at all, but it was cringy as shit. It, it was yeah. cringy and awkward, but it worked for her. It did she, not. Well, the it first kinda, time, the first time didn't. 
she did, was amused. Did you watch as she walked away? Because she, she looked was back amused. at him and, and, and smiled. She was amused by it. It worked. Yeah. It, it, it worked on some level. It wasn't getting proposed to in the woods on a trip that you didn't right. want to do. It <laughs> yeah. was, you know, you're you're a little slacker baby and, you know, you're, you're, you're a slacker, adorable. but you're doing something nice for your little brother. So there's something in there, but right. no. I got better shit to do right now. Yeah, I I have to go collect cell phones now. Yeah, yeah. I have to go do something I'm paid for. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, so, and we we've missed all of the things that are going to show up later. Yeah. You know, like like the kind of double dare obstacle course. Yeah. Well, thing. yeah. We watch. We get to watch a show more yeah. or less. Like we get to watch the taping of it. But you also get to watch the robots during the taping do the stuff that's indicating that they're malfunctioning. Oh, did we mention that the banana splits are fucking robots? We haven't discussed it. What is the guy's name that um, takes care Walter? of him? Walter. Walter. I believe it's Walter. Yeah, he's yeah. a little German sort yeah. of guy. Yeah, and like, he puts them in a little pod to upgrade them. Or... Mm-hmm. Made and out of a it, telephone booth. Yeah. And, and then it goes wrong by the same exact words being red now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty... It's not how code works, but it makes sure. it right. it makes you go like, did Walter um put like is Walter programming them to be bad or it, is this a, is a not, glitch? It's a glitch. Yeah, but at that moment you're just like you're a creepy quasi German yeah. yeah. dude in a dark room. Yeah. Mm. Pretty sure prop studios are not that dark. Yeah, like he's he's kind of like this this steampunk mad scientist tucked away in a corner somewhere. Right. Yeah. There is children. Carl? Oh, it might be Carl. I'll I, look it, it up. I assumed, I assumed you had looked. No, I, I was trying to look. It, it, it just doesn't say. Um, it's one of those types of names. Yeah. Walter, Carl, whatever. But... Um, creepy German man. Yes, yes, creepy German dude. Uh, with the magnif- little magnifying spec thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might have to get a set of those if I'm <laughs> continuing to work as small as I am with my embroidery. Um, but no, so we watch the show and drunk Stevie tells people what's going on and then they, you know, get everybody to, to head out. Uh, and then, um, Paige is like, but Paige is like, where are you going? It's your birthday. You're the biggest fan. We know Mm -hmm. this. And he's like, how did you know? And, you know, she gave them. That was adorable. That was adorable. She's good at her job. She is. She really is, you know, as, except for when she absolutely loses three adults and a child from her tour. <sighs> I but mean, if Willy they're... Wonka can do it. <laughs> but yeah, you see drunk Stevie on his tricycle yelling at Rebecca before mm-hmm. he goes out and be cute. They do their right. songs. They do their double, double dare obstacle course. They do the and spinning of the wheel. Drooper, the lion. Uh, is the one that's currently having the biggest issues issues with, with the software glitches. So he's like knocking him off of that speaker on purpose. Oh, and the yeah, kid yeah. is noticing it from the audience. He's like, he wouldn't do that on purpose. And she's like, well, maybe something just went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, one so. of the things that you see before any of that happens mm. is Stevie drinking mm-hmm. in a robe <laughs> yep. with... Basically nothing else on. He does have on underwear. Yeah, in the middle of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alex walks in. 
you know, a child from the audience. I'm calling right. a 19-year-old a child. It's I mean, just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, just walks in from the audience and is like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, no autographs. And he's like, well, I'm not here to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you talk to her. Calm down, Peter Pantsless. Mm. <laughs> I, that, that whole scene, I was like, the gears started creaking in my head because i was like this is the middle it was uncomfortable it's the (laughs) middle of the show and he is completely out of costume Mm -hmm. in a in his little smoking jacket in his dingy (laughs) dressing room which is also the janitor's closet you're still you're you're in the middle of the show Mm mm-hmm can't you drink in your costume for God's sake? Yeah. It's a kid's show, so that's like I mean, twenty minutes of airtime. The costume. So the so only the... possible solution is to get completely naked. Okay. <laughs> well, he's also a raging douchehole. So, yes. yeah, he hates his life. To which I'm like, as a working actor, I'm like, if you hate your job, give it to me. Yeah, it's a steady, really good paycheck, I'm sure, or your ass wouldn't even been the, be there right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. But. Six years, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and... Yeah, six years of affording that booze that you're drinking, dude. Right. That, that, that whatever silk robe you're wearing <laughs> there, fucking <laughs> Hugh Hefner. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so he, after having, you know, been turned down by the delightful page, you know, he, you know, and after the show is done filming, he finds, you know, the splits are, are doing their little robot walk. Right down, you know, down into their dressing room, and he's like, "Oh, it's you," you know, spitting all over um, Drooper, and he just he shows his true and abusive nature behind the scenes, informing the banana splits about the cancellation, which he heard by eavesdropping on the producer dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, revealing <laughs> informs the banana splits about the cancellation while revealing his hatred for them. Now. Wikipedia says the character settings go haywire upon learning this, causing Bingo to attack and kidnap Andy and Drooper violently impaling a lollipop into Stevie's throat, killing him. First off, the reason that they go haywire is because that Carl dude programmed them to say the show must go on. And he was saying that the show wasn't going on. Yes. So He's like, that oh. is still correct. Right. So... You know, it makes sense. It makes... You're watching this movie about a beloved children's <laughs> show going completely murderously haywire, and it makes sense. Why? This makes more sense than Sharknado. <laughs> Thank you, Sci-Fi, for that. <laughs> uh, but, all right, so... And that lollipop. That was... I loved that. That was wonderful. So that was... Oh, it's so deliciously gory. I mean, you you know that, frankly, had this actually happened, like his mouth would have split right back For to his sure. jaw. Yeah. Right back to that hinge in his jaw. But just like, bleh, yeah, and right down into his neck. And you yeah. see, and you see it, I'm like, oh, bullfrog like, neck. Oh, people have no idea about the physics of the elasticity of the human throat. But damn, damn, this was just as satisfying as when they did it in Trick or Treat. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
true. And it's well done. It is. Like, the deaths are beautiful and gory and, and well done. They're great. But, you know, it, it, again, you wouldn't expect it. No. Because you expect this movie to be utter garbage. And for the most part it is. But it's fun garbage. It is fun garbage. Yeah. So. It's better than average sci-fi movie garbage. Right. Right. So. Outside the studio. The, you know, Mitch has left to go look for Austin at this point, mm-hmm. And the two of them are gone. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know. Austin gets back. They learn about the birthday thing. And he's like, is this going to take long? Uh, my phone. My, I, I, I need to get back to work. My, fo- my, fo- my, my phone. My phone. One. I'm like, mm, how the hell did he find his phone? That's never shown. Never shown. Ugh. So because he's split off, she goes and finds him. And she's like, oh, she learns that Mitch has been cheating on her with his secretary under the excuse of working more than appropriate. What? Oh, working like extra. More than, working extra. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, under the disguise. So fucking the secretary. This is like cheating on me. The secretary was beautiful. She oh, was, yeah. She was, was gorgeous. It, it, oh, no, it, she was at all condones cheating. Oh, no, no. Because it doesn't. Not even a little. Right. But. <laughs> yeah. So, and he's like. Yeah, and he like straight up tells her there was no us. It was always you and the kids. Yeah, and he hasn't felt loved whatever Never mind. forever. I'm, not I'm like, on my soapbox no, about it. No, please do. Just soapbox the fuck out you, of this. If asshole. it had always been her and the kids and never her and you, then why did you date her? Why did you propose to her? Why did you marry her? Right. Why? Why did you do that? Right. If you why resented it, why did you get from, her pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you resented it from step one, you're the kind of because I've I, you know, like I've definitely gone through the dating apps and God knows what. Mm-hmm. He seems like the standard douchebag that would message yeah you know, like eighty percent of the, the the people who would message me, who would be like, oh hey, you know, and like be all into it, and then I would say one thing and then absolutely nothing, right? Just ghost. Right. He seems like that kind of guy. He's the dude that's gonna send a dick pic, then ghost. Yes, exactly. Uh, so with why a faceless did you? Profile. Right. Why did you continue to see her, get her pregnant, and marry her if you resented her this much from right. step one? Right. Because <laughs> you knew she already had the one kid, and you knew that she was probably still grieving her husband. Yeah, and and anybody who has two brain cells to rub together is mm-hmm. gonna know. That if you have a kid, they're priority. Unless you're trash. Yeah. And if you are trash, then you know what, Mitch? That's a perfect person for you because you are also trash. Right. Trash meets trash, you know, but she's not trash. So why did you stay? Trash plus trash is a garbage fire. Yes. Yeah. Go make a garbage fire with the secretary. Seriously. Why did you ever get involved with this woman? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you seem to be entirely too selfish to yeah. even consider having kids in the first place. Exactly. Yes. So. It, did, like, did you accidentally get her pregnant and then you're like, well, I guess I got to marry her. Probably. That's like the only. That, that's the only. The only logic that I can in come my head. to. Yeah. yeah. Only explanation in my head. But. um, oh. And. You know, they show the fact that he's been he's been sexting with this person apparently for months, for a long time, long yeah. time. There are hundreds of images, right, <laughs> right. 
She's like, how long has this been going on? Well, at least as long as this conversation. Yeah, there's timestamps, <laughs> my dear. Yeah. Right. Look at the timestamps. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that is not admissible in court. Because she did not get a warrant to look at this phone. The, the, the concept of privacy still applies legally between a married couple. Well, thankfully, it doesn't matter in this movie. Right, it really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, as Mitch gets his car ready to go home... He gets chased and run over by Snorky over a series of scenes in which he finds the gatekeeper dead, like goes to poke him and his head falls off. It's great. You know, bouncing the head between his hands, which always happens in every fucking horror movie ever. Oh my god, a head! Ha, 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 ha. I don't want to touch it! Ha, ha. Hot potato shit, and then BAM! Like fucking banana splits mobile. Just <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Snorky. You're a wonderful little elephant. I'm pretty sure that that's the part where you're supposed to cheer. Yes, the banana, oh, yeah. the banana buggy, smacking him, just yes, yeah. Oh, I will say minor spoiler: hmm. he is not dead in no. this scene. Yeah, no, that's not. important. Yeah, that is important. Um, I will say though, I also really appreciated um, when the little boy. This is going way before the movie even started. When they're standing outside in line, uh-huh. um, was his name Harley? Harley. Harley. Um, Harley just goes running. Right. He oh, just God. goes running into the oh, path is. of that car. And I'm right. like, this is the first death. The kid's going to freaking get splatted before he even gets to see his show. Right. Like, right. <laughs> just. Oh. That, I mean, that would have been amazing. But. And then, and then you, <laughs> it you been find very out. Pet cemetery. Then was... you find out in that scene that Mitch was literally too busy sexting to watch the kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god! Then it then it becomes like a family drama. Then it becomes right. something like um, Antichrist, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Thad oh, and Poppy, Instagram stars that they are, explore around and happily get engaged. Hmm. Oh, and they're in Flegel's magic shop. And see. That's an appropriate proposal. It is. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, we snuck off and we're on the set of this thing that we both love. Please marry me. Oh, you're pleasing. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she said yes. She's like, I said yes. Yeah. She said, oh. I will say that he did do the thing where he had to have a camera pointing at him. He did. He did. But like at the same time, that's something that both of them are into. But like it's all joined. Yeah. You narcissism. It's a mutual interest. Yes. Well, it also, you should have thought that it, you should I'm knocking shit around all over the place again. Uh, earlier during the taping. Yeah. He's like, your parents watch your Instagram, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's not how I read that scene. I laughed really hard at that scene because I mm-hmm. thought that he just found out that his parents don't follow his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that was good. That's good, though. I was like, ah. that, is, that, is a good, that is a good thought about it, though. But no, that's not exactly yeah, no, what was now that, now that you pointed out, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah that is... Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. it's a well-thought-out thought out proposal as, yeah. as opposed to... Um, we were on this trip. It, sorry, guys. We just recorded Willow Creek, so it's still fresh in our minds. Right. And you, just freaking... Uh. I dragged you on this trip, and we don't even live together yet. Will you marry me? Right. Like- <laughs> Sample the milk before you buy the cow. He's, I'm sure that he had sampled it oh, a lot. Plenty. 
We saw evidence of that, yeah, we, but we're not talking about it. Well, we didn't see anymore. it because she told him to turn off the camera. Twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the first time he just went over to the camera and said beep. beep. Right. He just said the word beep. He did. Oh, God. But um, they get engaged. However, Flegel arrives and happily murders Thad, sawing him in half as part of a failed magic show. However... What people don't get if they're not paying attention is that he is holding one of Poppy's hands to the saw. Yeah. He's making her do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cruelty. It's so fucked. Cruelty. Oh, my God. Ugh. When he tries to do the same with Poppy, he hears Harley and Zoe trying to find Snorky and takes them to the backstage where the characters were built, trapping them with Parker who was kidnapped by Bingo after Drooper burned Jonathan's face when they were searching for Rebecca mm, and Andy. So satisfying. Fuck I know. Guy. He was searching for Rebecca and Andy. He is the stage dad. He's trying to get her on television. And she has no interest. She has no interest and, you know, performs my humps, which is disturbing. It was real disturbing. Yeah. And the producer, Rebecca says it. Rebecca says it. Yeah. And... First of all, first of all, one, she's entirely too white to be your daughter unless she is adopted. Two, you are extra gay. Oh yeah, no, I clocked him as a homo. I oh. assumed it was a. Uh... I clocked him and Thad as homos. Oh. I mean, potentially in real life, yes, but okay. You know, it, say... as as a character, stage dad is a homo, and I'm like, mm. you say talk to your mother, but are you? He means the bottom, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn. No, he's he went extra flame on. Literally. Um, yes, literally. Literally. <laughs> Did. It was uh, it was pretty I, satisfying. It was. I'm like, it cause all all because he's not he's not a bad guy. He just is he's hateable. Just, he's yeah. he is punchable. Yeah, he's, he's got a punchable taste. Yeah, yeah and, and so you know, Drooper, who is smoking the now dead producer's cigar, yeah, because they killed the producer at the beginning of the the uh, VP, the, the VP who canceled the show. They they already killed him. Oh wait, no, they didn't kill him yet. He wasn't done until the end. No, oh, you're right. They they captured him or something. Is or, it was it Stevie smoking? No. Well, yes, Stevie was smoking a cigar. I feel like he, he was smoking a cigar. He was the second time. The yeah. first time he's just drinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then after the recording, he's smoking. Right. Yeah. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Okay. So, you know, he's not dead yet. That's fine. But just took that cigar and a can of fucking Aquanet right in his face. Right in his face. I'm like, oh. Like, the best part of that scene is that it takes a long time. It does. Oh, yeah. And, like, you could see what's coming a mile away, and the guy just doesn't move. Right. At all. <laughs> right. At all. At fucking all. Like, I'm sorry. If my face is on fire now, I'm running somewhere. I know I should stop, drop, and roll, but I'm pretty sure I'm not listening to that grade school advice. I'm running down the hall with my head ablaze. Like Ghost Rider. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. D- move your gay ass. <laughs> Get away from <laughs> the current fire. Yes. Well, like, 
that's the thing about this whole movie. Duck. None of the splits move quickly. They no. don't. They, they don't. Do. This isn't like Terminator Robot. It's, it's like this is very much like Terminator Robot. This is very much well, the T one hundred. The T one yes. It, it T-1000. is T one thousand. T one thousand. It's like my issue with zombies. Mm-hmm. My issue with zombies is thus. At least, like, classic zombies. They will shuffle towards you. And you have two options. You can either stand there and wait for them to get to you in 20 minutes. Uh Or you can walk away. Right. At a brisk pace. But Or at a slow pace. Pick your pace. Because the zombie is not going to catch up to you You, if you start walking away. You can hop on one of the little vine scooters. (laughs) Totally. You have so many options to just... A, just remove yourself from the situation. Right. And that is exactly what's going on. Yeah, it really movie. is. But I'm like, your head's on fire. Fall down and you are no longer in the path of the fire. <laughs> oh my God. All right. But yeah, it, it, this is of course after making the daughter perform my humps for the producer. Who's like, nope, show's canceled. Sorry, bye. <laughs> Also, that's disturbing. Also, timely reference. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so timely. So timely. <laughs> <sighs> Beth, Austin, Paige, and Rebecca learn about the banana splits carnage when they find a seriously injured Jonathan. Uh, while Beth and Austin are looking for the kids, Austin gets attacked by Bingo. The drop and drag into the trees because he's a fucking monkey. Yes, <sighs> yes Bingo! I nearly peed my pants. It was so alien. It was wonderful. I could not stop laughing at that. Bingo doesn't have a tail. Bingo is a, let's say, 400-pound animatronic robot that just floated. (laughs) Grabbed Austin and just floated away. Advanced robotics. (laughs) You're going to get sold to the theme park division. Ah! Yes, let's kill hundreds of people all at once because it, AIs are never anyone's friend. It is probably, as much as I enjoyed this movie, it is probably one of my favorite moments. I know. <laughs> Just him full super secret spy. Just so fucking Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Like you expected like a single Way drop better. of sweat. Yes. So much better because it's bingo from the banana splits. <laughs> oh, man. To be, to have been a fly on the wall when they were shooting that. Right. Because all the, I will say in the special features, they tell you, uh-huh. all the banana splits are dancers. They hire dancers because they're like, they can move, they they are well versed in their own bodies. Yeah. They, you know, the, they'll be able to maneuver in the suits the best. Right. And that's the only way I could think that they were able to choreograph and orchestrate such a beautiful moment. Right? <laughs> Just... Ah, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, uh, Beth manages to defeat him by, like, hitting him with, like, a big steel pipe. Yeah. Just knocks him off. And you get, like, bingo carnage at the bottom of the screen. Just, oh, my God. Oh, poor bingo. But not really poor bingo. He, <laughs> he's just a wreck. Yeah. On the floor now. Yeah. Because, you know, as much grass as appears to be there, that's not grass. There's nothing underneath it. That's cement. 
color's yeah. green. Mm-hmm. So, all right. After that, they find Poppy, who's still sobbing over Thad's death, and convince him her to join them in her search. In the backstage, Harley, Zoe, and Parker meet Carl, the man responsible for the Banana Split's creation, and beg him, beg him to let them out. Which he gives them, you know, the ominous no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Um, Drooper comes in dragging Bingo, causing Carl to get distracted. In an oversight, the kids are able to escape and lock him in his own cell while fleeing. In her office, Paige discovers that all phones have been destroyed. At the same time, Rebecca and Jonathan are captured by Flegel and Drooper, who force them to participate in the obstacle course from the show to escape, but when they reach the end, they end up getting killed when Flegel stabs Jonathan in the back with a key, and Drooper smashes Rebecca's head with a hammer. I want to address the Carl scene. Uh-huh. Because there's they they glossed over the fact that he was building a new one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's an owl. Yeah, it's a girl. Girl. Uh huh. Yes. He wants them to mate. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He says he wants them to have a girlfriend. Yeah. But yeah, he totally yeah. he totally wants to make gangbang videos with his banana splits creations. I assume that that already exists. Somewhere. Yeah, but he, <laughs> the internet and furries exist, so yes. Yes, but like his creations, mm. you know, and he wanted to make videos of them for himself. So he's like, "Wait, I need to have a, a bride of Frankenstein, so to speak." Right. Enter me creating an owl right. lady. Because she's supposed to be smarter than the rest of them. I'm sure, it will be important later. Though. Very it will be important later. It will be very important. And that's and sad. Banana <laughs> splits to please happen. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Ah, she's dancing. Banana Ooh. splits to she, the revenge. She, the hootening. Stephanie, <laughs> the hootening. Stephanie went old time revival <laughs> church. <laughs> hands to the Lord. <laughs> I, I want to talk about the scene with the key. <laughs> Did you just get that? <laughs> yes. No, I heard it. It's the hooting dance. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's my actual pen? <laughs> the hooting. The hooting. <laughs> I don't have I'll my I'll find pen. you a pen, honey. Thank you. <laughs> I have a different type of pen. It's not going to write very well. <laughs> the hooting. But the scene with the key, he not only gets stabbed in the back with the key, the animatronic turns the key, and you get a close up shot of his vertebrae just being destroyed. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. I know. I'm like, oh, you you poor guy. You had your two lines, and now you're done. Oh, yeah. The only thing I could think of is like, oh, well, at least you can't feel anything anymore because your whole central nervous system is gone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yup. No. Yeah, that's some. What's that? What's that Australian one where he makes the the meat puppet? <laughs> no, it's an Australian slasher. It's the big one that everyone knows. Um, Wolf Creek. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, okay I'm tracking there's, now. There's going to be so much of this cut out because it's just blank air. <laughs> oh, I do not remember where we were. <laughs> we were at the key. Yeah, we're at we the, key, the key, the disturbed vertebrae. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Rebecca uh, smashing Rebecca, in, you know, in the, in the head giant hammer. hammer, where she, where she then falls into the ball pit. Because of course. Oh, that ball pit. Uh, you know what? That makeup on, like I said, like all the deaths are are fantabulous, gory mm-hmm. beautifulness. They are. But that hammer and what it does to her face. Nope. <laughs> that one eyeball. Uh-huh. I'm just like, huh? Huh? oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate you too much, and I feel bad for you. No, I liked her. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Good. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with she, her. She was not a bad character. Yeah, she, she was, was just like trying to do her job. Yeah, she was trying to do her job. She was trying to get the show going, and she loved the show. She wanted it to continue. Yeah, yeah, and the VP to- clearly was canceling it just to fuck her. Yeah, just to spite her, right? Individually. Ugh. So while looking for a way out, Harley, Zoe, and Parker come across Snorky. Harley attempts to convince Snorky to help them, and Snorky redeems himself, at least in terms of the kids. Because that, that was Harley's favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beth, Austin, Paige, and Poppy arrive at backstage to ask Carl how to stop the banana splits. He doesn't provide any information, but the group hears music coming from a hatch in the floor. Everyone goes down except for Poppy, who notices the mask of an unused fifth banana split named Hootie. Hootie, where's the blowfish? Uh, which Carl was building. Losing her sanity, she puts on the mask and kills Carl as revenge for Thad's death. The look you're giving me for the Hootie and the Blowfish joke is rude. (laughs) (laughs) And deserved. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, I didn't give you a look, but I put my head down in shame. It was a horrible thing. (laughs) I am so sorry. I am not sorry at all. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yes, there's this, oh, the one is going to save everybody. You, you've you redeemed the one the kid lo- loves the most. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That, that, this is our, our fucking chunk moment. Sloth love chunk. Mm. That's so yeah. goonies. It's not even funny. For sure. Yeah. Um, but, hey, if you can get a murderous... Fucking animatronic elephant on your side. Go for it. <laughs> well, and it also it also begins to to construct the concept that the splits don't want to hurt the kids. Right. Yeah. It's all about the adults. Right. They wanted to save the kids, which yeah. is why they locked them up. However, being flawed AIs, you know, they screwed up. Right. So, but yeah, the adults, however, they find creepy Carl. Creepy Carl, creepy Carl. Um, who took nothing, gives them no information, nothing useful <laughs> no, at all. Not and a then damn just, kind of than just the show must go on. Right, yeah. the show must go on. But then just wanders the fuck off. Like <laughs> he is un unperturbed. Oh, he is not completely unfazed. These are my children, and I love them. They're killing people. All right, uh, it's, so, it's what yeah. they're gonna do. Yeah. I, Sorry. The show must go on. Yeah. They're insulted. They I'm a out. proud papa, and they're going to do what I want them to do. Yeah. <laughs> they glitched out. Uh, 
That you know, all, all all children must leave the nest at some point. <laughs> right? You know, like <laughs> you found the flaw in the programming. <laughs> Never tell them that the show is going to be canceled until you turn them off. Oh fuck, dude! And then Hootie, girl, I realized that you were I made to it. made to I fucking. I did too. <laughs> I realized that you were made. To help saw your very, very fucking new fiancés. You know, right in half. Fiancé. Excuse me, just one. Right. I was going for like a possessive thing there and I didn't know what I was doing. Fiancé's body. Yeah, that's the one. There are two pieces of him now. Well, not counting the multiple pieces of him that spilled out. out. Yeah. Which, not bad. No, that effect was very good. It was done very well. Um... You could unfortunately tell that the stomach was like plastic. But wow. It, yeah, it is what it is. But um, looking at a new fucking banana split, why is that going to trigger you into insanity? What? I think it's. I think it's that. Uh, it's. I think it's a lot of reasons. I think it's the first female one. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's not fully constructed, so she can put it on. Right. You know, I think it's a cup, and the fact that she she did love the banana split so much. Right. I think it's just a combo of those things. And, and that it was supposed to be one of their girlfriends. Yes. I don't remember which one. I think it was supposed to be Flegel. I believe so. Yeah, I think. Um, and she's just like, well, I don't get my fiance. You don't get yours either. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, there's many, it. there's many layers to it. Layers, like an onion, like a parfait. Underground, the group find Doug dead, along with all all the audience members and studio staff corpses, and that Flegel and Drooper have been entertaining chained and crying children with violent and gruesome things, such as burning Stevie's dead corpse and brutally ripping Andy's limbs off. There's where the producer dies. That's right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's at the end of their faux episode. Right. Yeah, because they spin the wheel. Yep. And we didn't really touch base on it, but like, you know, Harley knows everything that, that there is to know yeah, about this show. It always ends on Rock Out. It always ends on Rock Out. Because they always end with their little song. Right. And so it's spinning. And Zoe's like, what's going to happen? And Harley's like, I don't know. It always ends on Rock Out. But I forget what it lands on. It lands on Banana Split. Banana Split. Yeah. Yes. And it's on Banana Split. And she's like, what's going to happen? He's like, I don't know. A- <laughs> I've never seen this before. <laughs> um. You can guess what happens. Right. Yes. Snorky arrives and chains Harley, Zoe, and Parker with the other kids. He secretly gives Harley the keys to the chains to free them. Parker guides all the kids to the exit while Beth, Austin, and Harley manage to kill Flegel. Well, kill. Incapacitate. Incapacitate the robots, Flegel and Drooper. They run towards Paige and Zoe to reunite with each other, but only, only to be cornered by Bingo. Snorky appears and has a fight with him, but Bingo overtakes him and rips out his heart. <laughs> I show this to you. <laughs> They're fucking robots. It's so good. I know. <sighs> However, Snorky is able to crush Bingo's head, killing him. 
A tearful Harley comforts Snorky by telling him that he will always be his favorite character before he dies. Oh, Real quick. In that, that scene specifically is quoted on IMDb because I was looking for the budget earlier because uh-huh. I was curious. And it's, and I quote, Snorky, honk. <laughs> Harley, Snorky, you'll always be my favorite. Snorky, honk. <laughs> so I love this movie so much. It's fucking adorable. Fucking adorable. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, thank you. Thank you, Sid and Marty Croft, wherever you are. And thank you to Hanna-Barbera for releasing the rights for this. For for saying, no, this needs an update that's terrifying to everyone. (laughs) uh, Like, clearly, Hanna-Barbera was like, we're not making any money with them. (laughs) Syndication just does not work for this shit anymore. Nobody wants it. Yeah, so uh, go nuts. (laughs) Go nuts, they did. (laughs) Yes, yes, they absolutely 100% did. As the police arrive to attend survivors, Austin and Paige start a romantic relationship, and Beth divorces Mitch, who survived his previous encounter with Snorky. Mitch is left behind when everyone leaves the studio and ends up getting run over again by the banana buggy, this time killing him. The vehicle is driven by Poppy, who has the banana split's remains in the back while she drives Flegel is seen reactivating and laughing maniacally. Still wearing <laughs> Hootie's head! <laughs> and Hootie's gloves. And Hootie's gloves! <laughs> so good. <sighs> I, I will say that, that watching Mitch hobble after the ambulance going, oh wait, no, I'm hurt. Right. Don't leave. <laughs> I also love how the uh, Wikipedia put it uh, that Beth divorces Mitch. She Mitch? doesn't divorce Mitch. She lays his ass out. Oh, no. Yeah, she no, punches his fucking face. Oh, yeah. That yes. is a hard punch. Oh, you know what? I, we didn't mention it, but when, when she finally gets her lead pipe and has to go find bingo after he's kidnapped Austin. Uh-huh. You know how she just takes off mom's sweater and instantly she's action last? Yes. You knew the shit was coming. She's full Sigourney <laughs> Weaver all of a sudden. I know. You fucked with my children. Ah, get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Oh, man. So Mitch tries to reconcile with her yeah. saying, I was hit by a car. And it just made me realize, <laughs> I don't want to be with Kara. Fucking How no. much I, I love you. I want to be with you. Uh, I love you so much. <laughs> Punch! I want a divorce. Damn right. Cold-blooded. Right? It's beautiful. Amazing. It is. It's wonderful. It, it is like, it is what I can only assume is like the, the ultimate dream of someone who gets cheated on. You know what I mean? Just, they come crawling back and you just freaking... Right. Lay him out like applesauce, man. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, so satisfying. <laughs> and then hit again. Mm-hmm. Good for you. But now, Banana Splits to Hootie's Revenge. <laughs> the Hootie. <laughs> the Hootie. I'm sorry, that's still hard for you to love it. No, I, like, when I was taking the survey for my uh, own amusement <laughs> there were a few questions clearly it was like 
we could do another one. <laughs> do you want another one? Would you watch it? Would you buy it? What would you want on it? And then I watched the movie and I was like, I wish I could take the survey again and like further say, yes. Yes, I would watch another one. <laughs> this is, I think this might be the next Sharknado. I'm okay I with it. I'm so. down with it. I'm like, oh, I want Sharknado is... to end. Oh, Sharknado needs to stop. Sharknado uh, needed to stop after like the fifth one. Oh, there's shark everything's. Yeah. You know, like it's not yeah. just Sharknado. Shark to puss. Shark, you know, uh, shark booty hole. Two headed shark, shark attack. And, yeah. And, and the sequel. Three headed shark attack. Ghost oh. shark. You oh. know, like all that. Shit. Ghost shark two urban jaws. Thing. <laughs> yes. Motherfucker. Why? Enough with the sharks. Let's find uh, something new. Right. Go with like fleas. <laughs> Nobody's done a flea horror movie. Go for it. They're bloodsuckers. Attack of the fleas. Write yeah. it. Right. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna pay me for this. <laughs> <laughs> who who knows, Bob? The shit the sci-fi puts out. Come on now. Right? It's true. Piranaconda. Oh, Jesus fuck. And I loved Piranaconda. You, you know, you know what would what would terrible. ultimately absolutely sell it? Blend it with another animal. Right. Like Fleenoceros or mm. something. Yeah. <laughs> Fleepopotamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, alright, fuck. We're gonna go through some trivia, some IMDb trivia. I'm going to do it. He's thinking so hard. He's like, "What would be good for a flea?" Uh, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, trivia. Uh, so trivia. I'm going straight to the IMDb trivia. Uh, the movie is rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America no for hope. horror, violence, and gore, making it the first R-rated movie adaptation of a Hanna Barbera or Sid and Marty Croft property. Damn right. No! Making history. I know. I'm like, now you can give me the Scooby-Doo movie I really fucking want. Do it. I, I have two. Only <laughs> if the Harlem Globetrotters are in it. I, and Batman. And Batman. <laughs> the latest and Scooby-Doo house of Viran. I know. I'm like, I have never willingly purchased one of these movies, but I might have to. Just for her little two-minute cameo. I know. Go ahead. Buddy. So, so I have two. <laughs> okay. One of them is a holiday crossover. Ooh. The Fleester Bunny. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like red in us, and I just saw God. Okay. The second one, if you don't want a holiday crossover, Fleetas. <clears throat> Flea and Cheetah. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> And they jump miles. <laughs> that you go with that. I, I, I tried. There was a lot of animals that I was trying. You you start with that, and then the sequel is Fleester Bunny. <laughs> Fleetos, hippos. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Cheetos. Yeah, that's what I'm too. I was like, fuck yeah, merchandise. <laughs> they eat you from the inside. God. 
All right. Well, we we all know that this is based extremely loosely on the TV show The Vanish Woods. Um, Bill Farmer, Frank Wilker, and Carlos Alazraki were originally meant to reprise their roles as their respective banana splits from the joint from the 2008 TV show that aired on Cartoon Network, but they were eventually replaced by Eric Bauza. Carlos Alazraki was. Oh, was he a voice? Yeah. Okay. I believe he was Bingo. Because I love him. I believe he was Bingo. Um, let's see. Supposedly based on an unused and rejected Five Nights at Freddy's 2014 script from when Warner Brothers originally had the movie rights. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Eric Bowser's second direct-to-video movie based on a, an existing property after Woody Woodpecker. He was the voice of Woody Woodpecker. Great trivia. I know. We And one of the guest stars on the original TV show was The Monkees, which is also... You know, what it was based, meant to lampoon. Yeah. Uh, pay close attention to how the older son Austin is dressed. He looks like the way Michael Nesmith always dressed on the monkeys with his little slouch cap and mm. the whole thing. Oh. Right down to the way he wears his knit hat. Deliberate homage or accident, it's the first thing that comes to mind when he's on screen. I don't know who wrote that, but they were very excited. <laughs> very, they very really yeah. love the banana splits. Apparently so. But yeah, ooh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. This movie, this was. I love shit like this. I am an iconoclast. I will gladly watch someone take source material and fuck with it in ways one cannot imagine. This was heaven <laughs> on a plate. Um. It's not a five-star movie. I'm not giving it a five. No. Um, it is not a good movie at all, but it is one of those movies that you need to watch with a party. Like I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I made my husband watch this with me in a hotel in in uh, Cincinnati, like holding my phone, you know, so that they had to cuddle me because <laughs> I, I was not happy that day, which is why I was making them watch the banana splits. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is delicious. This is Attack of the Killer Tomatoes level wonderful. It really is. It, it's a bad movie. It is a bad movie. But it's fun to watch. And there are people that are fun to hate. You know, like the Instagram kids and the stage dad. And, you know, Stevie. Fucking Stevie. <clears throat> he needs a punch in the throat. With a lollipop. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now that he's got the lollipop there, he needs another punch to just break that shit up into shards. I mean, not that it's not just going to kill him the way it is. Pretty sure his brainstem has snapped. <laughs> um, but fuck. No, this is, this is what I wanted when they redid Scooby-Doo with Matthew Lillard. I wanted this shit. I wanted someone to tell me an adult story with these characters. I dig it. I do. I have, so this is going to be one of those two rating movies for me, but we're not doing ratings just yet. What are your thoughts before we go into that? I thought we were 100% doing ratings. Were we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do ratings. We can't? Okay. Because, I mean, I feel like I feel like what we're going to say now is what we're going to say in the ratings. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. Okay. So, all right. So, ratings. Again, this is going to get two ratings from me. Because on the one hand, 
it is an abysmal fucking movie. <laughs> it is it, it on on an emotional level it's it's just slightly higher than Gehenna <laughs> with the wooden acting and the the whole yes we we are an, are an American family living in 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 Los Angeles where we can go to tapings of of this show uh yet we know that all of the actors are from Canada because they, they're like oh I'm like I know you're a child but they really should have thought about this before casting someone with an obvious accent. There was a lot in, in the special features. There are a lot of weird of, of accents. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's British people, there's South African people. I think some of it was shot in South Africa. Could have been. Um, Cause it's cheap. Yeah. So like there's, a, there's, a, there's a, an array of accents back behind the scenes. Right. Right. But I'm like, Oh, Listening to that child speak. Mm-hmm. It was like I was watching a children's program. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I'm like, yes. Heck you're, yeah. you're making me feel like I am watching a children's program turn into a horror movie, and it's amazing. Yeah. With you know, kind of the point being that's the actual plot. <laughs> so Yay. Um, I I don't love, love this movie, but I love this movie because it's deliciously horrible. From a technical perspective, it's getting like a two out of five. But from a Bob likes it perspective and will force it on other people because it's it's hilarious. It's It's got like a three and a half out of five bingo grins. That's, that's it's wonderful. I enjoy it. Um, it is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it is fun and it is fun to watch with other people. Who's next? We've talked a lot about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's super fun. Uh, there's not much to really hate about it. The special effects are pretty good, um, especially for a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is fun. It's a fun deconstruction of a combination of a beloved kids show and five nights at Freddy's. It finds a happy middle ground between the two mm-hmm. um, without you needing to read a bunch of lore about the thing because about with five nights at Freddy's you do. Right. Um, it's a super fun watch. I, I definitely recommend the movie. If you want, if you want this kind of thing, like don't go into it expecting a serious horror movie. Don't do go into it expecting like real fear. Right. Um, but I will happily give it three out of five ball pits with a corpse. <laughs> um, yeah, I have been excited about this movie since they announced it. Mm-hmm. I myself was a big fan of Banana Splits and uh, you know, the animatronic bands that Five Nights and Freddy's are based on. Clearly, like I said at the beginning of this, we wouldn't have this if it wasn't for Five Nights at Freddy's being so popular. Right. Um, so, you know, I was just pleased as punch when it actually happened. I heard, right. you know, it, it, at first they said, like, wouldn't it be great? And I said, yes, it would be great. And then, <laughs> uh, then they were like, 
we're going to shoot it. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Right. You know, I hope it comes out. Mm-hmm. And then it came out. And I went, holy <laughs> shit. Right. This, is, this is everything I wanted. I know. Um, you are getting exactly what, it, exactly what you expect with this movie. You are getting lots of gore, lots of disturbing imagery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and not great. You know, not a, not a great movie. Right. Um, but definitely a movie that I will watch many times in my life. And I would really love if we saw Poppy's Revenge Part 2, The Hootening. <laughs> um, so, you know, I give this movie... But if we go with that title, you're paying us a lot of oh, money. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, I am going to say... Uh, just out of pure enjoyment alone, I'm going to give it three and a half out of five um, airborne abductions. By <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> and I just want to also state talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. I did a little research here. Um, currently, Blumhouse has the rights. Oh, okay. And the release of the film for Freddy's is sometime during 2020 at the moment. This is what I was giving you faces for, RC. (laughs) In February 2018, it was announced Chris Columbus, Mm -hmm. writer of Gremlins, Mm -hmm. director of Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire, and the first two Harry Potter films, will write and direct it. Which one's this? Five Nights at Freddy's okay. with the Bone House. Yay! <laughs> oh, I God. don't huh. know what to make of that information. Yeah. <laughs> the fact mm-hmm. that they got Chris fucking Columbus to sign on to this. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens, I guess. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Right. Shit. Ugh. Um, it, but I can only imagine that it would be better than this. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Uh, never seen Chris Columbus do an R-rated movie. Right. So I, I, I mean, Blumhouse has done PG-13 movies. Mm-hmm. I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't too. <laughs> I hope it is R. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would want something like that to be the hard R. Yeah, man. You want what the banana splits gave you, right? You <laughs> want lollipops down the throat, right? And oh, that that was something. Um, finding the corpse in the ball pit. Mm-hmm. Beth finding uh, Rebecca in the ball pit. Paige. The, oh, Paige. Excuse me, Paige just swimming through those balls, and then right, big old freaking pop that eyeball. A pop right. that eyeball in the right in your freaking snoot. Uh-huh. Like that was <laughs> that was glorious. Right. That was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> this movie is fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous and I kind of love it. Ah. Uh, it's again, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. This is another send-up of horror. It really is. And it, it's okay that it is. Um it's 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 a horror comedy, perfectly fine. Yeah. It's a little more horror than comedy, or at least tries to be. Yeah, the this the the environment is what is the comedy of it. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Because this is killer clowns, killer clowns from outer space. Same thing. It's so absurd, 
to think that something like this would be on a murder spree. Right. You know, not like the blob, which is this mindless goo, you know. Mm -hmm. Not like a vampire, which has a purpose. This is just, oh, wait, something malfunctioned. Yeah. (laughs) Something went wrong, and people are dying because an AI went, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, fuck. That's why I don't like AI. I know. I know. I, I too, have watched, you know, sci-fi movies forever. Uh, On that note, kids. On that really low note. I'm not that high. What the fuck? You're just, he's on his phone. No one's laughing. I feel bad. Quit being paranoid and high. You're fine. You're absolutely (laughs) fine right now. Nothing has changed. (laughs) Do you need a minute? Do you need a break? I'm fine. All right. (laughs) Now now that we've got the laughter again, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> if you need to contact us, lay eggs in our brain, tell me to stop smoking weed before taping. <laughs> Email us at Bobakin. Probably no. not. <laughs> Email us at bobakinandycodedrazor.com. Uh, you can hit us on the website at candycoatedrazor.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash candycoatedrazorblades. Find our Patreon at patreon.com slash candycoatedrazor. You can find us on Instagram at CCRB underscore podcast, and you can just leave our Twitter alone. I'm RC. Come talk with me on Discord. Talk to me about obscure Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Talk to me about various other horror games. Talk to me about how if a person gets shoved inside of an animatronic, exactly what will happen, because I can probably talk to you about that. Tell me to tell Bob to stop hitting the goddamn microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hit it. I caught the cable with my hand. I didn't hit the microphone. Continue. That's your thing. Stephanie. Yeah, that's it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me pretty much anywhere with Stephanie Hayslip, or Steph Hayslip, or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. Uh, Check out my articles at fangirlnation.com. Uh, if you're in the area, I'm doing Sweeney Todd soon. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Bingo's my favorite, so there, bye. 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 <laughs>